That was the song I was looking for. That's the song you were looking for, Diane? That's why when I was looking at the CDs, I was like, I'm looking for that song. Yeah, you know? yeah. Cool, well, I'm glad you found it. Yeah, me that's too. That's great, because that's a good one. I don't know. I was listening pretty good out there when I was walking around. I just couldn't sit still no more. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. That's the way it was, Diane. You know? I do. There's nothing you can do about it. It's a time of life where everything kind of turns into, It's 9.36 a.m. Saturday, March the 11th, 2023. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane. Is there something? <laughs> There's everything. I mean, I don't know how to. How do you assimilate? How do you? Uh, how do you summarize? How do you uh, lay out, delineate the bullet point? How do you? Uh, how do you organize the thinking around? What you know, the the entirety, the totality of what's. Because uh, <laughs> it's been like a. It's been a hectic week. I'm sorry. It's been a hectic week here in Lake Abundance. It's been a spec. Spectacular week. Hectic, but spectacular week. Okay, well, don't interrupt because I haven't pitched Star to you. Studied. I haven't pitched to you yet. <laughs> Wait for the pitch. Jeez, these people. <laughs> I'm working with amateurs here. Can we, <laughs> where's are. my agent? I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. Where, where, where is he? When do you guys go get Frank? Ah, ham and eggs. Frank Matuli's my agent. He's a heck of a guy, too. All right, over to you, Diane. I was just trying to help you with the the uh, vocabulary. What kind of a week it's been? Um, well, see, because what you're inferring with that is that I can't come up with words on my own anymore. We're getting to that age, Diane, where you're going to forget a word, and I'm going to give it to you, and you're going to be pissed. I'm going to forget a word, you're going to give it to me, and I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I think it's almost, dare I say, archetypal. <laughs> Well, you always ask me for that word. I, I don't just give it to you. I know. I think I got that one now. It's all the other ones I've forgotten. But that's okay. Because you have to talk now. I'm just going to sit here. It was here. a star-studded yeah, week. It, it was. It was. Uh, celebrity sightings. and Celebrity yeah. sightings and everything. Yeah, I know. So as, as those of you who follow the show might remember. Both of you who follow the show. We were wanting to celebrate Bill's 65th birthday. Correct. Now, of course, Bill never really wants to celebrate the birthday. Why is that? Because I'm just one of those people for whom that day is a is just a construct. You know, it doesn't it's not really, you know, I've never woke up on my birthday feeling different. Well, that's true. Except maybe on my 21st or, you know, something. I don't know. 40 but it, but that's that's not just a moment. It's a it's a whole season. That so, is true. This is However, the, my philosophy oh, is. Geez. I'm sorry. You, I thought you, you asked me a question. <laughs> I I thought I had the answer. Is there oh. more to it? I see. Go ahead. Is there more exposition? Yeah, to I could go on about that for some time because I've not been <laughs> I've been challenged on my uh, standpoint on it uh, many times before. My own point of reference is that it's just a great time to get people together. And man, I'm going to use any time that I can to get people we love together. Well, see, now that's that's a latter day kind of overlay. And uh, I would agree with you. 
And that's why I said, yeah, let's get together down where we got together. Cause, yeah. And, and yeah, that's what made it, it was star-studded. So we had planned for the week before Bill, the weekend before Bill's birthday. The Sunday, the, my birthday was on yeah. Monday, so it would have been the day before. But then we had snow, so it was, our, our plans we were... We didn't have couple. snow, Diane. We did my have My mother was snow. worried about the freezing temperatures and how it would be on the roads. But, but we what did happened have some is snow. that my mom and my son both woke up feeling ill. But we did have some snow, okay, we some and snow. we were saying the snow isn't that big a deal. Right. We're going to go down anyway, right. because it wasn't like inches or right. anything like that. And my mom down in Tacoma didn't have any snow, although Tim in Tacoma did have snow. But then both but. your mom and your son were not feeling well, so right. we decided, okay, we're going to do it next week. Right. And... Uh, we had planned to go down for breakfast at the Antique Sandwich, which I have never done before. I, I, I think I've, no, I, no, I think we did it once before because I had those eggs before that they do in the in the coffee steamer and the milk steamer. You know, they cook the eggs with the with the steam that they steam milk with. Oh, I didn't know that's how I saw that it was steamed eggs, but I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, I, that's they do cool. It with the, they do it with the espresso machine. Yeah, I know. That's smart. Yeah, they do it. I saw them doing it with spinach just to kind of soften up the spinach like you do. And then they put the eggs in and they just cook it all in that. It's pretty trippy, man. I was tripping out is what I was doing. So we yeah. gathered uh, the, well, I have to okay. back up a little bit yeah, yeah. because I had. Diane, do what you got to do. <laughs> Let's just get that story out there. You know, I go. had a marvelous <laughs> conversation with Kat on the uh, the week before on Thursday, I think yeah. it was, yeah. and I said, you know, I don't know whether this would work for you at all, but we're going to be at the Antique Sandwich for breakfast on Sunday at ten o'clock, and it's a lot easier for for John and Kat to get to. The antique Tacoma, sandwich Tacoma. than it is to come to Seattle, and I haven't seen we haven't seen them since the pandemic, right? Cat and John. Yeah. Not except virtually, yeah. Yeah, we've seen them virtually, but yeah. not in person. And I said, and it would be a great surprise for Bill too, because we already knew the the rest of the cast of characters. Tim Swiger, my best friend since we were nine, and his wife Demetra, my son Jake. My daughter Alice, Tremaine, Alice's partner, um, Diane, Kat Eggleston showed up. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. John was unable to come because he was at the Ruston Market. Ruston Market, which was right so down the street. we were able to see him too, yeah. man. But in any event, we all gathered, and by that time, I was going to have Kat be a surprise, but by that time, we had learned that your mom was still not again, feeling well. Was still not feeling well. So, we were thinking, um, "Wow, here we're going down to Tacoma, and the whole purpose of going down to Tacoma, in some ways, was to my have my her mom, be able my, to my mom be, be a part of the." Yeah. But Tim and Demetra also live in Tacoma, and then I was—I shared with you that Cat was coming, and right. that was a really incredible thing. So we gathered all these wonderful people there, but even as we entered the antique, as we're driving around to the as parking we pulled, lot, yeah, 
I looked Bill's... out the window and I, hey, that's Terry Lane. That's Terry and Wendy. One of our, our long time uh, open mic victory music allies. And a, she's just a, a, an amazing human being and a great songwriter. And his wife. And so we were just like, oh my gosh, that's just incredible. Yeah. So, because, you know, it's 10 o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah, random. Very random. So we got our food. I had waffles. A yeah. waffle. I was going to say waffles, but it was a waffle. I had three eggs scrambled with spinach and ham. And what was the third? Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Yeah. And I also had uh, two slices of gluten-free toast. So, you know. Life but was it was, I mean, I was already over the moon to see, because I don't, I hadn't seen Tim and Demetra since Yeah, I haven't seen, I talked to Tim all the time, but I had not seen Tim. Uh, in, in person. The, in the flesh for, I don't know, a long time. We've had several plans that have fallen apart, but no actual physical contact. So I've, it's so interesting how high your spirit gets when you're able to be around people mm-hmm. that you love. And so we were soaring pretty high already. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because of emergence from the pandemic or because we're getting old and, and every contact is precious. Oh, I think that, that it's I think it's that. I think it's that every contact is precious all the time yeah. because I've always felt that even before well, the I pandemic. Well, I got I get an bit. adrenaline or some kind of a rush of some kind of hormonal rush now that I didn't used to get when I would get around people. I I've been attributing it to uh, not having seen them for a couple of years in the flesh. Yeah. And there's a difference having being in the same room with somebody than being on a Zoom call with somebody, yeah. you know, there's a difference. And you forget during the pandemic what that other thing feels like and how much it adds to the experience, you know. It's like that with audiences, you know. When I was doing the Treehouse concerts, I was happened to be the entertainer and the audience. Yes. And, you know, I had some help from you. And, but usually you're getting half of your, of your vitality and ongoing energy on stage from the energy that's coming oh, from the absolutely. audience. Oh, absolutely. So like last night, for instance, I mean, is a yeah. great example of that. So More about last night. Yeah, later. I mean, that's part of the story. So we were just, everybody was talking and laughing and having a wonderful time. And then all of a sudden, Dick Meyer, Dick Meyer. showed up. The, uh, the... the Yoda of the <laughs> antique sandwich traditions, fair trade experience and environment. He's like the, I don't know, he looks like a wizard to me in, in, at this age. Tammy and Tammy Harridge and Shirley Harridge were the owners of the antique, but yeah. Dick worked there, and he and Tammy are partners, lifetime partners, and um, and he was the one who really announced the music, kept the music stuff going, and and longtime beloved friend and patron and some a hero too, yeah. Yeah, another yeah. hero in our lives. Yeah. And he came and we were like, oh my gosh, Dick. And he said, Chela, his daughter, who is one of my best friends that I've known ever since she was born, is coming up soon. And I was like, what? (laughs) But of course, I left my name and they had the the table reserved and they saw that we were coming and and she... Made plans accordingly. Made plans to come. So... So then uh, Chela came with Ula, 
her daughter. Who's four now? Who's four now. And it was just the, I just felt like I was in heaven. It was a heavenly experience. And to be in the antique, I don't think I've ever been in a business establishment anywhere on the planet where I have felt more at home, you know, that has been more welcoming to me from the first time I walked in uh, to the last time I walked in, you know. And we were able to do a little video for our grandson. My grandson, Henry, whose birthday was also the same day as my son's birthday, which was the day after the day we were at the Antiques. His birthday is one, is seven days after mine, except on leap years. So. So... We got a little bit of a capture of the whole crew. Yeah, and also a little bit of the environment, although my face, as usual, is much too large. (laughs) Much too large. So I don't even know, there aren't enough descriptors. not enough superlatives. superlatives to to capture the, the feeling of that. And you will never forget your 65th birthday. I will not. You know, and there you go. There's you proving your point and disproving mine. (laughs) That birthday should remain kind of anonymous. It's a day of contemplation. It's a day to think about my mother. It's a day to, you know, that's what it's more about for me. That's how it's happening in my head. But if you can add to all of that an event like what, we experienced I'm all for it well and it was really Chayla especially when you do all the planning and organizing and all I got to do is show up well Chayla's birthday the the woman of whom we were just speaking yes that I've known since her birth who was Dick and Tammy's daughter right one of two absolutely stunningly gorgeous children yes <sighs> yeah she and but Chayla it was because of her birthday party that I realized how much of a gift you can give to your friends by having a celebration where everybody can just experience each other's presences. And the thing about birthdays for me is that everybody who's celebrating the birthday doesn't want to have the celebration because they think it's making it too much about them. But what I realized through Chela's event was that it isn't about you. It's about us. It's about Everybody. It's about people you love. It's about people you love getting together, sharing laughs together. And for me, that has, it was such an educating moment to go to Chela's birthday and have the, the very concise thought at that time that it's Chela's birthday, but she was the one who gave us the gift of being able to be in that room with all that joy and laughter and love, mm-hmm. you know. And I only knew a few of the people at her birthday party. Yeah. But looking around that table and seeing everybody laughing and there were all sorts of generations, all sorts of diversity of uh, race and Culture. age. And yeah. I just thought, this is heaven on earth, man. Yeah. And so I have been trying to emulate the feeling I had about that. That's what inspired you to do the open mic on your 50th. That's exactly right. So that's why I take any opportunity. Which was 16 years ago. I know. (laughs) And that's why I always feel like, for us, for 
for people like us who are, have the great fortune to yeah. know these wonderful people in life, to yeah. get them together and, and share a wonderful time. But then, after that event, yeah. which was marvelous, and the day was gorgeous too. It was so a we had a day. we had a beautiful drive yeah. down. Um, and we got to see my mom. You and I went over right. to her place after. Even though she was really not she feeling well. She was not well. feeling well, no, that's true. And right. we got to see John because we ran over to the restaurant. Yeah, because Kat bought him a pastrami sandwich at the antique, and it was in a brown paper bag. It was a Reuben. Oh, it was a Reuben. I'm it sorry. It was a Reuben. Sorry. And, uh, and she had to run to the ferries, so she asked whether we'd take it down to him. And we were like, well, Perfect. where is it? And it was just it's like, like three minutes away. <laughs> three minutes tops, you know. That includes walking out to the car and then walking from the car into the, you know, so. So we just John. had, we had a hit of a lot of people we love that yeah. day. Yeah. And then the next day, we dropped a little gift and card off to Henry and we're able to see Charlotte and Stefan and Henry, which was a big rush, too, yeah. even though it was just a small just, amount of time yeah. because, you know. Those brief hits, man, they're intense these days. Oh, they are. I don't are. know what it is, but it was great seeing all of those folks. And we still wish you the happiest of birthdays retroactively, Henry. Yes, indeed, sir. It was so wonderful to see you and your family. We love you all so much. I can't wait till Henry's old enough to have his own cell phone so that I can call him up. Or we can text each other. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be. Yeah. But we're also going to, uh, at some point in the spring, go down to the Antique Sandwich. With them. With them. Because they've never been there. Yeah. So that all happened. Then I, on Wednesday, I got together with, it was Wednesday, right? Yeah, it was Wednesday. <laughs> Man. I had to I'm, work. So. I'm losing track here. I was able to get together for lunch with another beloved friend, Cindy Clark. And we went to the Edmonds Waterfront Center, Center, the senior center that is, they have this marvelous cafe, Potlatch, Potlatch Cafe. And they have fantastic food while you're overlooking the sound and the it's ferries. Got, it's and got. It is the best view of any dining establishment on that waterfront. It is absolutely Hands the down. best view. Hands down. Because there's like floor to ceiling windows in this in, on the front side, on the water side of this entire cafe. The entire place is solar uh, powered, and it is just a magnificent facility. And we made plans to someday just take the ferry over to Kingston and go over to one of the Kingston restaurants that she likes. So. What a great idea. And, and then, I just to, that's why I say this was a star-studded was. week, man. You know, there's so many people that we got to see and so many beloved people in our lives. On Thursday when I was at work, I got phone calls from both Scott Higgins and Kelly Murphy. Both of them were out walking, and they what? thought, I should call Bill. Whoa. And I just thought that was just like a little bonus little gift from a couple of very important men in my life. And uh, so that was kind of sweet, even though it was brief. I was like, hey, I'm at work right now. I can't really talk. But it was still cool. It's nice to know that you're thought of sometimes. And then we had last night... 
We had planned to go to see Jim Page and Grant Dermody. Dermody. At the Cooth Buzzard. Yeah. And we decided to come early because uh, we because well, we I wanted was, to get good seats. We wanted to get good seats, particularly because it is the Ancient Victories publication layout week. So I wanted to do a dropping, dropping in on review and wanted to get some good photos. <laughs> so we got there at seven o'clock. The show was starting at seven thirty, and it was, it was packed. all it was already packed. It was packed, and it was so a buzz in the room, uh, so much life in the room. And then when I saw Jim, he pointed at me, and then he came over, and gave me a hug, and he said, "It's everything's coming alive again." I will never forget how exultant he was, uh, just like. Because I think he that there have been some shows that he's had that have not had that kind of buzz in the air because people are still tentative and mm, yeah, nervous but I think about Brand, things. So. Brand brought a lot of those people in last night too because he's he's becoming a lot more well known kind of on the Orville Johnson level, yeah. uh, not only locally but around the country. And now he's living in Louisiana, but he's traveling out here every few months. And so when he comes to town, he's got his own list of people that he contacts and, you know, because a yeah. lot of them knew all of Grant's songs. And I'd never heard Grant sing. And all the times I've seen Grant, and there's probably been 20 of them in the last 30 years, um, I'd never heard him sing. I'd never heard him sing one of his own tunes or any song. So it was really uh, wonderful to hear Grant's contribution to the show. And then, as if, you know, serendipitously not probably but it was Michael Gray showed up suddenly Grant's like yeah yeah come on up and you hear somebody be in the back going ah and he goes yeah come on and there goes here comes Michael Gray with his violin Michael Gray Michael of- Gray is in Pearl Django yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've known Michael for a long time too he played on Jim's album uh, uh, Ghost Bikes if you listen to Jim Page's album Ghost Bikes which we were at yeah, we got the, the joy of being at it that recording studio. It was a live recording station. in a recording studio. I will never forget that night either, no. man. No. You know, everybody being so... I still remember everybody giving him a standing ovation at the yeah. end of that show. Yeah, that was a great show. And Aaron Corday and Joel Litwin were there too. And Joel Litwin plays, has played drums for Jim. He played on this latest album of his, which is called The Time Is Now, which is an amazing recording of some amazing songs, so, yeah. And when, Michael Gray, um, I mean, Grant Dermody has albums up on Amazon. He's got a, they both have band camp pages. Uh, I'm sure, sure Pearl Django does too. Anyway, sorry. Michael, no, no, Michael no. Gray has played with everybody. He played with Tough Mama. He knew, he was around during all those zero tolerance days. You'd see, he'd drop in and play with zero tolerance. It was, you know, that was a... Well, it, wasn't he playing on, was he the one who was playing on Gasworks Park? Yeah, probably. If there's a violin on one of Jim's songs, chances are yeah. it's, it's Michael. Because, uh, yeah, they've been tight for a long time. He knew Michael before he knew me, I think. So, anyway. I would just, say that the songs are pretty evenly divided between... Between um, Jim and Grant. Jim and Grant, and I love the... The, I was not familiar with Grant's yeah. stuff at all. Right. I I was familiar with his 
performances on Jim Page Records. I was, I've been aware of his harmonica playing for years. He's got probably 50 harmonicas with him. Did you see yeah, that box he had? I did, Maybe indeed. more than 50. So he, he comes equipped. He had a, a wooden box that had little slots in it with harmonicas. And then he also had this leather little roll-up and tie-up thing that would unroll, and there were probably 20 more in that, you know. So he's got a, a harmonica for every occasion, including a couple of chromatics. I saw a couple of chromatic harmonicas in his, in his box. So he plays chromatic, too. I've never heard him play a chromatic. Anyway. Man, what so, a so it what was a like concert. it was like, you know, you're sitting in the audience in a little bookstore with what would be called a supergroup. You know? Yeah, really. Guys who are completely unique and their own and have reputations solely on based on their abilities. And then you put three of them in the same room together and they just start to play. <laughs> oh my god, there are very few experiences that are like that. I'm sorry. It's intense. And it's. Uh, yeah. And I was writing little notes. Uh, yeah, feel free to pull these quotes for your article, too. I will de definitely. <laughs> yeah. I will definitely pull the quotes. But uh, I had written a, a couple of notes like, there is no sound system. Right. So this All acoustic. Was... So they were working on blend all the way through it. And Grant Dermody, I got to tell you, knows how to, knows how to, how to lay back. And then come on strong and then lay back again. It's like the Hal Brooks effect that I always admired so much. He knew exactly when to come in and exactly when to stay out. You know? So Grant is very gifted. And so is Michael. It's just that it's hard to play. There needs to be some kind of a mute on his violin strings. Because it was hard for him to get into it because he's, the violin is louder. You know? You're looking at your notes? I am looking at my notes. But one of the things that I wrote at the top was good humor and camaraderie, buoyant. You know, that there was just this feeling of buoyancy in the room. The room was bouncy. It was just like, I don't know. And Think of the number of balloons we could have kept in the air. Yeah, oh, really? It's that kind of an audience feeling. It's just like, put 50 balloons in here, they'd all be up in the air all the time. But I also wrote... Uh, you know, I just was writing these just little yeah. random things that I was noticing that all the bobbing heads and stamping feet, yeah. um, I had said bobbing heads, so you had said stamping feet, that were going on during the, the whole, and I was looking at, around at the audience, and they just were smiling, and yeah. their heads were bobbing. Yeah. and It's uncomfortable for me to stomp my feet anymore. But I was doing it, and I was loving it. It was like, God damn, this is, I'm sorry. Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. Uh, uh, this is, Who are you apologizing uh, I don't to? Know. You, boy. Henry, probably. That's good coffee. Sorry, Henry. But it was, you should have been there, man. Yeah, it's yeah. going to happen in June. Yeah. From what I. What? They're going to get together again. Oh, they're going to play at the Cooth again? Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll have to make that happen. Grant was saying at the end, he was saying, because everybody was so happy, and he looked out and said, so you guys having a good time? And everybody went, yeah, yeah. And he said, you all going to come out for my next trip out and bring in a friend? And everybody's going, yeah. So. Good. Ah, yeah. yeah. And next Saturday, we get to go see Ginny and Orville again. I know. Ginny Riley man. and Orville Johnson. So. Man, oh, man. Yeah. 
So what else did you write down? I was writing <laughs> down um, when Jim has this, I think it's a new song, Get Rid of That Thing, isn't mm-hmm. it? I haven't heard it. Uh, it's about getting rid of guns. Yeah. And it's a great, humorous and yet moody and uh, sing-song, speak type of thing. Jeez, it sounds like a Jim Page song. It sounds like a Jim Page song. Yeah. And the audience was just... I, I was hearing it. It was just like, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> the second set, I had to get up and walk around because I was hurting, but but yeah, I was, I was hearing this, the music. Ew. Yeah, uh, so I also wrote down where Grant is going to be performing in June at the Salmon Bay Eagles on June 3rd. Huh. So it'll be that first week of June that he'll be back, and I am definitely going to whatever they do at the Cooth. Right. I hope that they schedule that soon so yeah. we could get it on our calendars. Yeah. So it's a good life, um, I would say. And uh, we should play some music because I want to hear it again. The, because we've been talking so much about Grant Dermody and, um, Jim Page. and Jim Page, we wanted to include a couple of songs that were big hits last night. Uh, this one, <laughs> Grant introduced by saying that he had been a Catholic. He had grown up Catholic, but he decided to convert to Buddhism. And he did all this paperwork. He said they had this mountain of paperwork to do this transition. Wow. And then after he went through the whole process, he said, but I realized that there's just no good gospel songs in Buddhism. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. funny. But anyway. Uh, but this was a request from the audience, right? It was a request from the audience. Yeah. And, um, and he said, this is a one chord song, right? Yeah. But man, it was just stellar. Yeah. And we talk believe. About, talk about stomping feet and bobbing heads. Oh, man. <laughs> and... You'll see it gets it gets under your skin, yeah. um, but we don't have this the physical CD. We only have it streaming, right. so we're assuming the other musicians on this, yeah. and we believe that it's Orville Johnson. Orville Johnson on the dobro and maybe on the guitar too. Yeah, know. and I think he might be adding the or maybe Jim on the guitar for all that. Wow. For that it's hard to know. It's hard to know, but because we, we don't have the album. That's one of the things I don't like about the streaming thing. Well, like I was telling you, people need to keep their Bandcamp page pristine, which is why I'm going through mine and putting yeah. all the lyrics in. Because if, and if you look at Jim Page's Bandcamp page, it's just jimpage.bandcamp.com. If you have any musician that you like, chances are they, these days they've got a Bandcamp page, and it's usually just the musician's name, dot .bandcamp. Dot com, and you and you can stream these things live. The, the the musician decides how many listens you get before you hit the paywall. Right, right. And you can do unlimited as a musician if you want to, you know. And uh, so yeah, you can listen to that song on Grant's Bandcamp page. But Grant is not giving you all the information like the players are and stuff like that. And I bet some point he will, because he'll see Jim's page and he'll be like, oh yeah, geez. But also, I really like the idea of 
advertising in advance that Orville's performance are yeah. just amazing. They are. So if you're not doing anything next Saturday night, Ginny Riley of Riley and Maloney and Orville Johnson will be playing at the Cooth Buzzard Bookstore on 83rd and Greenwood Avenue North in Seattle. And if the river don't rise, we'll be there. Yeah. yeah. But in the meantime, this uh, these two songs were big hits last night. There are were many. I mean, I mean, I think all of them yeah. were. There wasn't a clunker in the bunch. But there was uh, just a a bit more rise on these uh, than yep. than the height that all the others had already reached. Right. <laughs> and everybody was singing along on Jim's song, and I loved that. Yeah. That was cool. So we'll start with Jim, then we'll give you Grant, and you won't be able to get Grant out of your head. And we're not apologizing. <laughs> time I rode the bus, I was hitching the ride, I was just a kid flat broke. I got on board, sat down, I got warm, and across town we rode. Took me just about a block away from exactly where I was trying to get. I said, thanks. He said, see you later, and I still remember it yet. And everybody rides the bus. Everybody, that's us. Everybody rides the bus. And everybody thanks the driver. You used to know exactly how much money I had But just looking in the palm of my hand Twenty-five pennies right down to the number Just like I had it all planned And I'd sit up front with the driver And we'd have ourselves a chat <laughs> Smoke them if you got them When it's just us two We'd ride the line like that And everybody rides the bus Everybody that's us Everybody rides the bus And everybody thanks the driver Sam was a driver, juggling around a clown, he just loved to make people laugh. He had a heart attack driving on the viaduct with no way to get off for that path. He said, need a little help at the wheel up here, whatever little help you can give. And all together they pulled it over, saving everybody's life but his. And everybody rides the bus, everybody that's us. <laughs> everybody rides the bus, and everybody thanks the driver. And my friend Annette, she's a singing the blues and she's blowing harmonica too. But it's hard to make a living around here these days in this six-figure hullabaloo. So she drives the bus five days out of seven on the other two she grooves. The wheels and the wherewithal, that's just how the world moves. And everybody rides the bus, everybody that's us. Everybody rides the bus, and everybody thanks the driver. If you want my autograph Because you like the way I play the guitar Just ask a bus driver first Cause I'll never get you that far 
And everybody rides the bus Everybody that's us Everybody rides the bus And everybody thanks Everybody rides the bus Everybody that's us Everybody rides the bus And everybody thanks the driver strike cause well I've been running till the day I die yeah I come here falling yeah I come along and I'll get to heaven on my own on my own on my own well now there he come he's a preacher man well now there he got his bible in his hand you can keep your bible cause i got my own and i'll get to heaven on my own on my own on my own you can tell them doctors they can stay away cause well i don't believe in much of what they say yeah well i get sick and know how
Falling 